there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you the gift of one page of Talmud a day. And I do mean this quite literally, because in today's page, Beitzah 14, the rabbis want us to remember that it's really important to give a nice gift, especially where you're invited to a nice holiday meal that someone took so much time and effort to put together. Have a listen. Bet Shammai say, one may send only portions of prepared food on a festival, but not any other gifts. And Bet Hillel say, one may even send gifts of domesticated animals, undomesticated animals, and fowl, whether alive or slaughtered. Similarly, one may send wines, oils, and vessels of flour, and even legumes, even legumes, but not grain, which is unfit for use, as one may not grind it on the festival. And Rabbi Shimon permits sending gifts, even in the case of grain, as it could be made into porridge without being ground. Here are the rabbis in their finest Martha Stewart mode. But the question that they raise is serious. What should we bring as a gift when we go to someone's house for a nice dinner, especially a nice holiday dinner? And so it is my absolute pleasure to welcome to this show Dina Ingerman, who I hear from several sources, is perhaps the world's greatest, most thoughtful and kindest gift giver. Hello, Dina. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much. What a lovely introduction. You know, your your reputation precedes you. So so <laughs> tell us a little bit about, about the snack that you have for giving gifts and your gift giving philosophy, if you will. I think that giving gifts is really important, and I'll t- especially on the holidays. And the reason is it's because the holidays and because Judaism is so much about community. But if you've made a holiday or you've made a meal for a lot of people, you know that it's sometimes it's it's a little bit lonely. It's a little bit stressful. It's a lot of supermarket shopping and it's a lot of work. And it feels not thankless, of course, because everyone's coming and everyone's going to be happy. And I'm sure your food will be delicious, but you do kind of feel alone. So I like even when I'm the one cooking, I think it's a nice thing to kind of prepare something Something simple, but something that makes it a little special so that the people that I think are special, the people that I'm close with that I know are working as hard as I am or harder, know that I'm thinking about them too. So I like to do, you know, for Rosh Hashanah, we were all preparing for Rosh Hashanah and I kind of, I was away and I saw honey, fresh honey from, you know, somewhere in Pennsylvania. So I bought some for my closest friends and then I found these little apple dishes and I went apple picking and I got apples and everything looks great when you put it into a clear cellophane bag with a pretty ribbon. So I put it together for my friends. I brought it over Yantiv, just to show people that I was thinking about them, that I wanted them to know that the holiday should be a special for them as they were making it for everyone else. And I think that's why gift giving is important. And I think that's why it's nice to sometimes just think a little bit outside of what am I doing for everything? What what do I need? And think about like, what can I do to make someone else's day a little bit better? What a wonderful, thoughtful way to go through life. But, you know, I, I take it that there are a bunch of us listening right now who would say like, hey, I'm so inspired by this. I really want to do it. But now I'm kind of nervous because, you know, maybe I'm not the most creative person. Maybe I don't really have the best ideas. So I don't really know what constitutes a good gift. And here we see the rabbis sort of arguing the uh, the ins and outs of practicalities of gifts. So, so do you have some kind of, you know, rules of thumb to what to do, how to go ahead and, and approach this task of putting together the perfect thoughtful gift? Well, first and foremost, 
anything that you bring that you thought about something extra, someone is going to appreciate that you thought of them. But for myself, what I like to do is I like to mix something that is something you're going to use now and use up. So something consumable like the apple or the honey that you can use with something a little more lasting that someone could have in their house that's cute or helpful. So this year was like a little apple dish. Last year for the same holiday, I bought these little baskets where they look like an apple and they turn into baskets. I know when people came to my house for Hanukkah, I gave everyone in addition to abundance of candy and Hanukkah themed candy, I gave everyone a little puzzle ball, just something that somebody can have that's kind of cute, kind of fun and kind of reminds them of you and of the fact that you thought they were special and then the topper is always that if you can package it pretty it's going to go that much further so cellophane bags <laughs> come really inexpensive and i have a lot of curling ribbon and it just makes everything a little bit special a little bit extra and i love to be a little bit extra well dina ingerman i can't wait until the next holiday to go out and apply this wisdom that you gave us. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you so much. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. Take One.